back and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Hello, Bakers. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a good week and happy December 1st. Sheesh. Sunsets on the beach. That's insane. Uh, Sorry for the delay. You know, we normally do the Wednesday record. We're doing some big blitz ball stuff. My apologies. Thought might be able to get it done. Just wasn't able to. Um, And the... uh, Blitzball Battle 2 is in the playoffs and rolling out. So if you've been watching, thank you. If you haven't, tune in. It's a really good product. Um, It's this weird mix of fun and intensity and good content. Like That's really what it is. Uh, Go check it out, and you you might like it. One of my favorite things uh, over the past couple, going to the Yankee Stadium, going to the Yankee Stadium, he talks about. And we're going to talk about... I think Judge, and where do we think that contract lands, and we're heading to winter meetings in a couple days, so some excitement over that, um, and the huge Matt Boyd signing, uh, and then the football, but go go check out the Blitzball. There's a couple times at Yan- the Yankee Stadium this year uh, that guys probably around my age came up to me, and they're like, oh, what's up, dude? And just expecting the normal, like, oh, I love talking to Yanks, and they'd be like, I got fucking sucked into Blitzball battle, man. I, I lost two weekends to it. And I was like, awesome. It's like, but it's good. So, maybe go check that out. Uh, the big kind of news uh, from the baseball world that's going on uh, is Judgy. Uh, we, we, the Jose Abreu signing, we put out the video and did that. Got some good views. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's now kind of on Judgy, and I, I think his free agency has been pretty transparent. We heard from the start that kind of expect around winter meetings. Um, winter meetings start Sunday and go through Wednesday. Yeah. I forget. Is that when yeah. we're there? We, yeah, we will be arriving there Sunday for sure and leaving Wednesday for We leave sure. Wednesday? Okay. I don't know if Wednesday's the last day of it or if Wednesday's the last real day of it. Don't remember which day's Rule 5 draft and all that. Right, right, right. Typically that's what the last day is, but nobody that's sticks around That's such a fake day. Those that know, know. Winter meetings, inside stuff. Anyways... Judge, from the start of this, people were guessing kind of first week of December. Like I said, it's December 1st. Uh, The latest, the rumor that's out on the Yankees, and again, there's a weird thing in play here because the Yankees have a poker face, yet not at all. I know we're oddly plugged in, uh, you know, talking Yanks and how this whole company's been built and everything. But Brian Cashman, their GM, their last couple years, when Manny Machado and Bryce Harper were free agents, they said, like, we're not in on them. We're, we're not. Um, we're not going to be, like, competitive on them. Uh, I think they gave Machado an offer, but it was, like, half of what he got. I don't think they ended up offering to Harper. If you, if you knew how to read between lines at all, you can tell pretty quick Yankees weren't interested. And then the flip side, the way they're talking about Judge, the way they talked about Cole... They tell you when they want someone. The other example that makes it, it just 
wild. I think it was a year or two years ago. They listed like the areas of importance. They were like shortstop, a pitcher, and an outfielder, and they did those like or they did it at the trade deadline this year. Yeah. They said we want. They got Benny, and they're like, we're gonna get a start. We got Montas, uh, and then there's the Efros, all that. Um, anyways, the Yankees. Brian Cashman has come out and said the judge is a priority. Obviously, uh, Hal Steinbrenner says he's not gonna be outbid. The one team that could change that is the San Francisco Giants. The rumors today are that it's down to two teams for Judge, that it's just Yankees and Giants at this point. Um, interested to say, the last time I kind of hopped on the mic, I, I did think the Dodgers were going to be in play. I still uh, think we're, we're going to get the last report like, oh, Dodgers, Monum, right. for like four for 200. It, they can't be out, um, but maybe they are. Who, who knows what's really happening, but either way, the Yankees are in. The Giants are in. We'll we'll see if we get the mystery team, the Heyman team, uh, or if it's the Dodgers or or someone else we're not thinking of. But uh, the rumor is eight for three hundred. That's thirty seven and a half. That's the highest played position player ever. Right? That beats out Trout. Does he yeah, have the number? Trout's at is, is it either thirty six or thirty six and a half. So it would beat that. How about that for Trouter? Um, where does it land? I. Aaron Judge turns 31 this spring, you said, Biebs? Yes, his 30th birthday was this past April, 31. So, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38. Age 38, Aaron Judge, he's 6'7". At that point, he's going to be 315. Or maybe he does like the offensive lineman and he gets the almost slimmer. That'd be funny. Either way, 38-year-old Aaron Judge, who knows what it looks like. You... You can't assume it's going to be great. I wonder if it comes down to a ninth year. I almost think... Oh, lost his voice for a second. I almost think no. Um, I, I almost think the eight years and with how many of those 13-year contracts and, and things that have happened, I think they'll keep cooking the books to 37 and a half, 38 and a half, 40? I don't know. I mean, if it's one of those things that... It ends up being this weird sports where money isn't real, and that's part of the reason that some fans end up like hating players. But if you're the New York Yankees and you're going to pay $38 million for Aaron Judge, wouldn't you rather just do 40 for eight years than add on the ninth for even more money? I, I mean, it just feels like it gets messy. I mean, in recent Yankee history, Ellsbury... Um, you know, how badly that contract ended. My Oof. goodness, that doesn't get talked about enough. I know we kind of did because like, we're a Yankees show, but like, my God. Yankees people talk about it, and everyone which is knew. a lot. But like real time, everyone like, this knew. isn't going to go well, and it is, it's one of the worst ones. It doesn't get talked about enough. I guess Yankee fans are too scorned. Uh, the San Francisco Giants. Part of uh, John Morosi, who I mentioned this to Beebs before the show, and I'll be full disclosure, I just don't know where we're at with him. Is he a beat reporter? Is he yeah. is he a talking so like, head? Like during this, he just kind of like tells you stuff happened, and it's like well, he's not, not one of the guys, but he is one of the that, guys. I mean, John, maybe we'll see him at winter the, meetings, and we'll like find people don't out. have Morosi notifications on, but maybe they should. I mean, the we should the, talk to him. The thing that gets interesting is that Morosi said one of Judge's concerns, and it. It gets overlooked with the Yankees being the Yankees and having a winning record every year of BBD's life. You know, if Judge signs there, he knows he's going to be competi like competing. Uh, they're the Yankees. 
you signed with the San Francisco Giants. They they had a tough year last year. Um, and I wonder if they need to, if they really want Aaron Judge, they're going Godfather offer. They're going. 380, they're going 400 million. They want to make him the face of the franchise. 40 for 10. That gets you there, right? I wonder if they'd have to bring in another big name. But then that's where baseball is super tricky, right? Because if the Giants sign Trey Turner and Judge, does that make them better than the Dodgers? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, they can probably, they could definitely compete, but I mean, the best and the, okay, this is a fun game, BBD. The San Francisco Giants current lineup, free agency, hasn't really gone yet. Who's the best player on the Giants? Right now, Jock Peterson's listed as their DH. He's good. He's good, right? Tyro Lamont Wade Jr., J.D. Davis is listed as their first baseman, which I don't know what you do with that. Mikey Stremski, 32, didn't had a tough year last year. Wilmer Flores is Wilmer Flores. Brandon Crawford is going to be 36. I, and I think his numbers ended up in kind of... Not a great year. Not what, you, not what he wanted coming off that prior year. Joey Bart's 26, had a bad year last year. I mean, the best player on the San Francisco Giants right now might be Jock, who's listed as their DH. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going against the Dodgers, who every year have a 100-win team. They won 111 last year. (laughs) That's disgusting. The Padres. The Padres are really good. I, they still have to do some work this offseason, but they have their base, and they're, they're going to be competitive. If the Giants sign Judge and Trey Turner, where does that get them? Their rotation right now is Webb, Cobb, Wood, Discalfani, and Junis because they lost Rodon. You know, Gossman was there. That was a little while back now. I don't know. I know the Giants are a really well-respected organization. I know they tap into players uh, better than uh, a lot of organizations do. We kind of like the Giants. Trev and Gabe Kapler are a thing. Reggie Crawford, prospect, first-round draft pick, came in the office, was a dude, and then he went hiking with Gabe Kapler like a couple weeks later. Yeah, for uh, like a while. It was kind of intense. That's some Giants stuff, I guess. Um, I don't know. I've trying to take my Yankees blinders off. As much as I can. I think Judge is coming back. With the Cashman quotes, with the Hal quotes. Hal Steinbrenner's never, like, brought it to the table. That sounds half rude, but he said he won't be outbid on Judge. He's the owner. Judge wants to be in New York. Pretty, I'm 99% on that. Um, That I don't know. I hope we're at winter meetings and we're popping wine bottles again like we did for Cole. Uh, actually won't be, A, we have gotten trouble. B, like, the Yankees just need Judge. Like, when they got Cole, it's like, woo, we got an ace. Let's do it. Let's see what that's like. Uh, Judge, it's like a necessity. Judge, now we can begin. Judge can start the Yankees offseason. And the Giants, I wonder if they don't get him or if they do, I wonder where they go. Like, if they were willing to spend 40 mil, I wonder if they could be like a Correa team or something. Feels yeah. a little gross, but 
And they still have Brandon Crawford. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not as locked in on the Giants as I'd like to be. Um, and again, I, I know I've said this before. I think winter meeting should be a full-blown kickoff. And another guy we got rumors from, and this is me sick brag, and I just told BBD this story a little bit. Um, so there's some rumors that uh, Jameson Tyone is getting serious interest. I think Mark Feinsand said that, like four yeah. years or something like that. He L- compared it to, to John Gray. Looking to beat the John Gray deal. Four for 56, which, hey, good for Jameson Tyone. Um Jameson Tyone, who's been very friendly with us through the years, we interviewed him as a pirate, as a Yankee. Uh, kind of, he likes media stuff, which is really cool. Uh, he sent a DM because I tweeted out on Thanksgiving about the Jonas Brothers just to see where society was at. I'm not as tuned in as I used to be. I didn't know if we just straight love the Jonas Brothers. If it's controversial, are they on their way out? Pretty much everyone's still in, so that's cool. We'll talking Jonas there. Uh, Jameson Tyone DM me and was like, dude, they're awesome. Met them, went to a show, they're dudes. I was like, cool. Thank you, Jameson Tyone. This is a nice exchange. Um, and then we were yucking it up for a little bit. He brought up coffee. He genuinely loves coffee, loves, loves coffee. Um, and then, uh, I was just like, I gotta ask. That's a dumb inside joke about Nikki's, Nikki Cass's dad. Um, (laughs) I wanted, I wasn't, I didn't want to be too intrusive, but I was, I asked him, I was like, are you, was it Oda Rizzi or, it was Jake Oda Rizzi. We were befriending Jake Oda Rizzi, who was Trev's friend, and we were like, is, are you having fun with free agency or not? And he kind of wasn't. Like, he was kind of the last starting pitcher, if you remember, Houston had an injury late in spring training, which yeah, kind of like they, forced their hand to sign him. Whitley. So he went the whole way. He didn't know where he was going. He finally got his contract. But he was like, it, he kind of admitted, he's like, that wasn't a great time. I did not enjoy that. So I asked Jameson Tyone, are you enjoying free agency or stressed out? Uh, he said a little bit of both, but I'm super humbled. I'm getting more interest than I could have ever anticipated. So that's a really good sign. Um, you know, Jamison Tyone, that kind of B class of starting pitchers in this free agency. If he's getting a lot of interest in November, December, that's a really good sign. Coming from, we still have tainted brains from like the collusion years where guys weren't getting offers. And when they did, they were getting the exact same offer on the same day. That's so ridiculous in hindsight. That's so bad. knew that was happening. That's so bad. You don't hear anything. You're a baseball free agent till February 1st. And then three teams reach out with the exact same offer? That's so bad. Trev used to get really pissed about that, and I kind of, I didn't fully get it. And then it's like, yeah, that's awful. Um, so what do we learn? Judge, uh, eight years, more money than 300. Let's get him to like a 320, something like that. Uh, Jameson Tyone getting interest. Jonas Brothers still cool. Uh, and we'll be going to winter meetings, so hopefully we'll have some live updates from there, talking baseball, Wake and Jake, everything else. For now, let's talk some foosball. We got a big NFL week coming up. What is it? Week 13. Sheesh. Week 13. My goodness. How'd this happen? Your fantasy team is alive or dead. Don't care. A lot of mine are dead. I lost my focus. I spread out. I tried to spread out the bye weeks, and I think I just screwed over every week. I think next year I'm just going to can a week. 
So yeah, that's like what week I've eleven. Kind of stumbled into. I screw it. Set up a bye week. If you play me week eleven, you win. Um, week thirteen. It starts tonight. By the time you may be listening to this, this game could have happened. Bills at Patriots. The six and five Patriots. I've been wondering if they are our, our best barometer team between their roster, Bill Belichick, um, and who they beat and who they lost to. I guess we'll see against against the Bills. They gave the Vikings a, a game enough playing the Bills back-to-back week. It is in Foxborough. It's a short week. Um, so you want Gillette, excuse me. Sorry to all our Foxborough faithful that are listening. Uh, we'll see. I, I think the Bills, I feel like the Bills went through the rough patch of their season. Uh, they lost to the Jets. They lost to the Vikings, uh, each by a field goal. Uh, outside of that, uh, They've won six of their last eight, uh, and they're one of the best teams in the NFL. They're a four-point favorite on the road tonight. Uh, if you're listening to this before the game somehow, uh, my buddy really likes uh, division unders and especially like Thursday night games. So there you go. little inside Ben for you. Let's go to Sunday, December 4th. We will be on a plane to California. Maybe we'll just be in California. And you know what we could do, BBD? We'd watch my Broncos play the Ravens. I won't. Can. I won't do that. Um, Ravens are 7-4. and four. Talk about a little get-right game against the Broncos as they search for the bottom. Remember, the Jaguars have the miraculous comeback. Down two scores. Trevor Lawrence coming out game. Uh, Ravens, 8.5-point favorites. Wouldn't be shy around that number in Baltimore with the Broncos and Hackett and Russ just spiraling Ravens needing a win as much as they coming off a loss another blown lead like I they're probably going to get nasty on them and the Broncos have no the Broncos have no counter for that Marcus Mariota has 14 touchdown passes Russell Wilson has eight Falcon Steelers how mid is your mid uh the four and seven Steelers who are a better brand of football With T.J. Watt back, he runs their whole show on defense. It's actually badass. Um, By the way, Kenny Pickett, he looked okay last week. I'm not going to start drinking the Kool-Aid, but if he can play. It was against the Colts. It was that, the Monday night game. So do with that whatever you want. Falcons, Steelers. Falcons are 4-2 at home. Pittsburgh, a one-point favorite. Wow. People are drinking the Steelers Kool-Aid a little bit with TJ back and Kenny Pickett having a shot. Interested, I would take the Falcons. I think they're going to pound the round. Ooh, Steelers defense. I'm starting to get it now. Uh, I still like the Falcons. I think they can draw up enough, and they've been good in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Bears-Packers, no. 4-8 versus 3-9. You just don't have to bother, people. What? And this is why. Because Bears, they like fields. He's banged up, sure. Rodgers, good get-right game for him maybe before he calls it this season. We'll see. But you could watch yourself some Jaguars-Lions. The Lions could get to 5-7, and seven, which for the Lions is massive. The Jaguars could get to 5-7, and seven, which for the Jaguars would be massive. And both those teams are fun. What is Trevor Lawrence? Is he anything? I don't know. The Lions, they're fun. They play these crazy games. Jacksonville, one-point favorite on the road. Fire me up. Uh, that game should be messy. Again, if, I'm, if I was putting together a little parlay, Falcons and Lions at home against those teams, why not? I know Packers-Bears 
on the headlines feels like the game you'd want to watch a little more. But Jaguars, Lions, wow. Jets, Vikings, 7-4 versus 9-2. Minnesota, again, back to the 9-2 Minnesota Vikings. They're a three-point favorite at home to the Jets. The Mike White show continues. Remember, we dove into that a little bit. These next two weeks are going to be very interesting. Very interesting. At Vikings, at Bills for the Jets. So will they look as good as they did against that awful Bears offense? Defense, excuse me, probably not. Will they look like a good team? Or could they even sneak one of those games? Because then it's just Mike White fever time. If they lose both of those games to the Vikings and Bills and have a couple tough moments, which you could easily against those teams. Do we get back on the Zach Wilson trade? That's the storyline you want to find out. I tune into that game. I, I want to see if the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and their stars against that Jets defense. That's a fun little matchup. Mike White seeing if he's something versus the Vikings offense, seeing if they can beat a real defense. Fire me up. Fire me up again. This might be the best week of NFL I've seen in a little, a little bit. Giants commanders. Seven and five or seven and four. How you feeling, Beebs? It's, a, it's an important one to win. We talked a couple weeks yeah. ago about Giants getting kind of the unlucky draw with their Commanders games because they play back to the back. Eagles again. It's Commanders get a bye week between yeah. and then see them again. So they really got to take care of this one. Uh, the Kind of the, the Giants fan perspective is, is got to get at least one, hopefully both of the Commander games. Get the Colts game, and you're probably in the playoffs. Optimally, you steal one of the others, and and that's sort of the formula. I but. I hate to say must win because uh, as the again way I'm already again. the way yeah. I'm already telling you, it's not. But the Giants kind of have to win this one because you're playing the the Commanders play you twice with a bye week in between, and the second game's in Washington. Yeah, this is the home. So the you're home one. you're at home at. I wouldn't be surprised if they dig deep in the playbook to to get something because you kind of got to win this game. You get to eight and four, like you're you're feeling good. Like you go to seven and five, you got to play the same team again at their building. Um, but the Commanders, I mean, let's find out. They're two and a half point favorites on the road. They are now six and one with Heineke at the helm. Mm. Nutty, good for Heineke. I hope for you, BBD. He's not shoe shopping. I hope that. And he can just go shoe shopping like three weeks later. Giants and, I guess, Commanders fans in the area. Uh, Talking Giants tailgate. That's right. Look into that if you're planning to be. Bobby, okay. Interested. Holy smokes. Titans, Eagles. Eagles, four and a half point favorites at home. Um, Man, I I like that number for Philly. I know the Titans are... Titans just lost to the Bengals. It was a tester game for them. Um, you know how it? I talk about it. It's talked about in football, those four-week patches. I wonder if this could end up being a tough one. Bengals to Eagles for the Titans as they just got Tannehill back and, and they're figuring out. Jaguars, Chargers after that. So, I don't know. Kind of a tough pocket for the Titans. Will they get sneaky and, and give the Eagles hell and, and win in the trenches? I don't know. I, I think this Eagles team is, as the kids are saying, built Diffy. Uh, Jalen Hurts feels like he's just doing what he wants. Uh, looks easy for them. Um, I don't know. Titans, you can earn a lot of street cred if you do something here. 
I like I like that number for the Eagles. Browns, Texans, you're watching for interesting reasons. Hmm. Deshaun Watson, first game with the Browns. What does that look like? Against his former team, we had Russ in Seattle. Now Deshaun uh, in Houston. Cleveland Brownies, what do we got? We're at Texans, and then you're kind of at Bengals with your season on the line. You're four and seven. I don't know. I mean, if Deshaun Watson looks like good Deshaun Watson, they could become a conversation this season. It's more so for next year. You know, my guy used to be Stefanski, the head coach for the Browns. I believe in him. I mean, Chubb and Hunt, like... If Deshaun Watson looks like Deshaun Watson, uh, that would be huge for Browns fans next year. Um, Texans, 1-9-1. and Yipes. Cleveland, seven-point favorites. Give me Houston. Um, that's the 1 p.m. slate, so, hey, I think we'll be airborne for that, right? So yeah, maybe we'll hopefully, catch... Hopefully yeah. we can put two of the games on... Red Zone on, on the flight. tandem TVs. You guys know how to upload videos to Facebook. Uh, the 1 p.m. slate's awesome, so I'm, I'm excited. 4 p.m. Seahawks, Rams, not really. Seattle Seahawks are seven-point favorites at the L.A. Rams in week 13. Who'd, who'd have thunk that? Uh, Dolphins, Niners, okay. We're having a Sunday, babe. Uh, the 8-3 and three Dolphins playing the 7-4 and four Niners. Niners are becoming the sexy team. Uh, Four-point favorites. They played an ugly game last week where they shut out the Saints. Uh, so think about this. Two weeks ago, they played the Cardinals, and all their skill guys go nuts. Uh, Debo's running loose. Kittle, McCaffrey, Ayuk. We're having a good time. Last week against the Saints, 13-0. Their defense shut out the Saints. Dolphins on the road. I guess I'll give the Dolphins. If they win this game, I can't talk shit about them the rest of the year. Um, and how about, uh, their coach, a little revenge game, right? Oh, yes. Came from the Niners, McDaniels. So that's a fun plot twist, a little extra juice for him. Uh, again, I, I really like the Niners. I'm not the biggest Dolphins guy. I think you know where I stand there. Chiefs Bengals at 430. My goodness. Nine and two, seven and four. Chiefs are two point favorites. Uh, we've got some, they played in the playoffs right last year, right? I think yeah, that was AFC the, the championship, uh, AFC championship, uh, Bengals coming off a nice win versus the Titans. You really want Bengals mania to kick off again. If they beat the chiefs at home, they are winners of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of their last nine. It could be eight of their last 10, including a chiefs win. Remember they lost their first two games at the Cowboys, which is now looking okay by a field goal. Uh, in that week one game against the Steelers, uh, the overtime game when uh, they got an f- extra pointer, field goal was blocked. I lost me a parlay. I don't still think about that. I don't still think about that. But Bengals mania could take off as a real true Super Bowl contender. Uh, nine and two Chiefs, two-point favorites on the road. Chargers, Raiders could be entertaining Fantasy implications. Could be a good 33-35 to 35 game, but compared to everything else we've seen on the slate. And 6-5 oh. and five Chargers, by the way, and how they're kind of liked. I like Herbert. You know that. He's been banged up. The 4-7 and seven Raiders, told you I wish I, they were 5-6. and six. They're a favorite at home. Those teams are 
Same is same, but not same with the records. I'll be excited to get the the updates in between plays of the games I'm actually watching. Yeah, yeah. Should be some great highlight cut-ins from that game. And then at night, yee, Colts-Cowboys. Cowboys at home. They're 8-3. and three. They're 10.5-point favorites at home. The Jeff Saturday train that was leaving the station has come back to the station. Um, man, Cowboys with a really, really good chance to become the 9-3. and three. Dallas Cowboys, how about them? Um, man, the NFC East really, uh, they really did it. Who would have thought the Paul Rudd gif applies to them? Not, uh, me. S- s- not, not me. Saints Bucks Monday night. I guess we can cover that next Monday when we're back. Waking and Jake and Cardinals and Panthers on a bye. Dang it. Nope. You got anything, Beebs? Uh, just all the NFC East teams currently in the playoffs. Jeez. Seven make it now, right? Yeah. Top um, seven. That's it. How about that? Um, all right, everyone enjoy the early slate of football, at least the one through four. Uh, awesome little slate. We'll be at winter meetings, probably getting some. Let's say getting some on the side. That felt wrong. Um, I won't be doing that. Love you, Jess. I'll be watching football. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday, and hopefully, maybe we'll break some goddamn baseball news soon. Be something. Someone's dropping. Someone's dropping big. Love you guys. Thank you. Love.